I want to thank you for joining us today on the Teen Challenge of Southern California podcast. If you didn't know, we have a 24-7 prayer hotline. It's staffed by Teen Challenge staff members who are ready to pray with you anytime, anywhere. Call us today at 888-520-0620. And if you know someone who is struggling with addiction and needs to come into our program, you can refer them to this same number, 888-520-0620 and we can help them begin their new life. Today, you're gonna hear a message about being called by God to stand up and love. This will be another chapter in our special series from Ron Brown's Leadership Devotionals. If you haven't had the chance, please subscribe to our podcast channel today. You'll be notified every time a new episode comes out, and it's a way for us to stay in touch during these difficult times. God bless you today, my friends. Uh, today, I want to share a very short devotional um, so we can move on through our meeting. I know that we have Easter uh, coming up uh, next weekend, I believe it is. And and so I was thinking about Easter and I was going to do something on Easter, but then the Lord really put this message on my heart that I want to share today. Uh, but I do want to wish everyone a, a wonderful Resurrection Sunday and Easter reflections as we move into this season of the this, this centrality of our faith, uh, what the Lord did in redeeming us on the cross. Um, there's nothing greater that we can ever talk about other than that, because forever uh, we will sing and praise the Lord and, and we will worship the Lamb of God, slain before the foundation of the world. You can see that in the revelation uh, in eternity that we will always worship him and give him glory for redeeming us and saving us by his own blood. So I want to encourage you, if if you're able to go to church in person, gather together with the saints. Uh, uh, if, if you have a safe place in, in, in a local church that you can attend, uh, it's a wonderful time to be in fellowship. Um, if your local church is still not in session, I'm gonna, you'll join them by video or whatever. But, I mean, what an awesome uh, um, season that we enter in every year to reflect and to remember um, the horror of the cross. I mean, the the suffering and the despisement and the shame and, uh, and the blood of, of the living God that was shed for us. Um, as you reflect on that, I pray that there will be a renewal in your heart and in your soul uh, as you continue to walk out the ministry call that the Lord has given to you. Uh, thank you, Jesus, for what you have done in saving us. But I've been really touched recently by some of the violence against Asians uh, in our in our in our nation. Um, People are always looking for a boogeyman. <laughs> They're always looking for someone to pour their angst on and their hatred on. And, and so I just wanted to just share a little reflection about how hatred is really not um, part uh, of, of our call <laughs> um, as people of God and how we are to respond when we see hatred around us. Or we have been put in the earth to be ambassadors, to be a part of the solution. Uh, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And really, that's what the cross represents. It represents love. It represents a commitment uh, to lift people up, uh, to bring us back to the Father, to lift us up out of the mire of our sin and our brokenness and our 
despair and restore us. And that's what this season of Easter is all about. It's about the love of God displayed uh, in the sacrifice of Christ. In Genesis 27, verse 46, uh, Rebecca was having a hard time with <laughs> some of Esau's wives that he had taken from among the Hittites. And she really didn't want uh, her favorite son, um, Jacob, to, to marry into that particular group of people. And so she was trying to motivate Isaac to, to send Jacob away to find a bride somewhere else. In verse 46, it says in the New Living Translation, then Rebekah said to Isaac, I'm sick and tired of these local Hittite women. I would rather die than see Jacob marry one of them. She really didn't like these folks. Um, like I said, her true fear was really that Esau was going to kill Jacob for, steal, for her helping him steal that birthright. Uh, but she was man she manipulated Isaac once again, uh, complaining about Esau's wives um, and, and how they were making life bitter for her. Uh, she despised their idolatry, their disobedience, their behavior, their manners, their customs, their culture. Maybe in her mind, their lack of reverence for God. Um, hatred and despise comes from the same Hebrew root word. It describes an emotional reaction of repulsion. Hate always wants to put distance between you and the thing that you hate. It's a reaction rather than a cause. So there were other things, like I say, there were other prejudices, other things against these women that drove the hate, uh, but the reaction uh, of hate wanted her to put them away from us, a strong emotional feeling of rejection. You know, one of the most difficult commandments of Jesus is to love your enemies. Um, he told us to love them, you know, um, the anecdote or the vaccine, if you will, <laughs> uh, for hatred is love. Love is an active uh, initiative. It's purposeful in its response. When we respond to the emotional reaction of hatred by initiating purposeful actions of love towards other people, it costs us something. We're to love no matter how we feel about people. Um, we're to be generous, kind, gracious, um, courteous. Um, and when I see a group being targeted um, for whatever the reason that caused the hatred to come, despising of customs or cultures or Whatever, we, we don't know, but all we see is the manifestation of hatred, which is an emotional reaction to someone or to something. We have, um, I believe, a calling and a mandate and a responsibility to stand in the gap as the church, as the people of God, um, and to not be silent. I think sometimes uh, we're too quiet and we're too silent, and we don't speak when we see things happening in our culture, and, well, somebody else will take care of it. The government will take care of it. You know, the social apparatus will take care of it. Somebody else will deal with this. It's not something that we should deal with. It's too controversial. You know, we just want to lay low. 
I'm not saying to go pick a fight. We're already in a fight and we'll be in one until Jesus comes. But, but I think in our sphere of influence, we need to speak up whenever we see these things happening around us because this is a commandment from Jesus that we are to love. In Psalm 139, verse 21, David writes, Do I not hate those who hate you, O Lord? And do not I loathe those who rise up against you? So is hate a virtue? <laughs> um, hate expresses an emotional attitude towards persons or things which are uh, that we that are that we oppose, that we detest, that we despise, um, and we don't want to have any contact with it because hatred repels. It's like we're going to put some distance between this thing or these people that we don't want to be around. But love draws and unites. David hated God's enemies um, when the emotional reaction occurred because God was not honored by someone. David wanted to have nothing to do with them. He wanted to separate himself from anyone who did not love and honor the God that he loved. So I guess in that way, you could say that kind of hatred is a virtue. But the kind of hatred, the visceral reaction of distancing people based on the way they look, the way they speak, uh, their customs and their manners, this is not what the commandment of Jesus is all about. The commandment of Jesus is for us to step across the precipice of our own feelings and our own thoughts and to move into the life of other people and show them the way to Christ. Um, and as I've observed and, and saw some of the horrible things that have been per perpetrated on people of Asian descent, it has just really uh, disturbed me. And um, so I want us to pray for this that is going on in our nation. There's been a real uptick in this kind of violence and this kind of hatred. Uh, I want us to pray for this. Uh, but also, I want us to be authentic spokesmen if we're around people who are speaking ill of another group of people, that we stand up and say, hey, I belong to Christ, and this is not what I want my ears to be used for. I think it's okay to do that, um, because we are the people of God. We once were not a people, but we are now a people, one holy race from all cultures and tribes and stripes uh, working and living together. Ecclesiastes 7, 9 says, do not, be not quick in your spirit to become angry for anger lodges in the heart, hearts of fools. Anger is, a, is, a, is an emotional disposition that's brought about by annoyance or hostility, displeasure. Um, its cause can be because of injustice that we see towards other people or displeasure at something that we don't like in the actions of others. But the heart of anger is that people have to own their anger and, and they're responsible before God with what they do with their anger. Um, and unfortunately, uh, we have people in the church and outside of the church who don't handle anger well. I pray that God will help us as his ambassadors uh, to really um, exemplify the heart of Jesus to, our, to the culture, to the world, um, and to the church especially. 
because God wants us to grow into the full measure of the stature of Christ. He wants us to develop, move away from our base visceral instinctives uh, to a place that we become Christ followers and we make a decision based on the revelation of Jesus, based on the teaching of his scriptures, based on our desire to be faithful. You know, our theme this year is always faithful. And we always want to be faithful to the word of God. We want to be faithful to who God has called us to be. And so my hope today in just speaking of this is that that we will be faithful uh, to the call of God to be those people who stand up and love in the culture uh, because we are in this world, but we're not of the world. And Jesus prayed to the Father that we would be in this world and not taken out, but really exemplify his kingdom while we're here. What an opportunity we have when we see these kind of these kind of things rise up among us that we remember the prayer of Jesus from John 17. Father, don't take them out of the world, but I pray that you will keep them while they're in the world. Keep us how? Keep us in love. Keep us in grace. Keep us in generosity. Keep us in a place that we live out the kingdom dynamic in a rough and tumble and broken and sinful world. God bless you as you allow the Holy Spirit to use you in your own sphere of influence to stand up and be the person that God has called us to be. Because when I think about Rebecca saying, you know, these people, <laughs> I don't like these Hittite women, get them out of my face. And she was coming from a disposition of hatred that was based on her own paradigm. And we cannot allow that to be how we live our lives. Love the brethren. Love all people. This is the commandment of Jesus. And this is what Easter is all about. So God bless you. And uh, may the Lord help us to be his people indeed, and not disallow our hearts from going out when we hear about oppression in our midst. Once again, thank you for choosing our podcast today. We hope that you're comforted, encouraged, and strengthened in the Lord today because of it. Don't forget to subscribe though, it's easy. Just go to wherever you're listening right now and click subscribe. God bless you today.